Oh gosh, it's so good to be here. But I just want to I just want to honor like our senior ministers, Pastor John and Dan. Pastor Dan's not here at the moment, but I just want to honor them. Like we've been talking about inside out. For me personally, they've been a massive influence in changing me from the inside out. And I'm sure it's not just only myself, but a lot of you here today. So I just want to thank you for going going hard, going the extra mile, continuing to push through in Jesus' name. Let's give him a hand. So good. Wow. Keely, what a story, hey? Oh my gosh. Like big changes. Yeah, I didn't know you were from West Auckland. Auckland? Did you get that? Auckland? Yeah, yeah, I can even say it, bro, like that. Yeah, yeah. but but that, that's great, Keely. Like what a what a you see, because that's what happens. When you accept God into your life, He comes, His Spirit comes to live on the inside of you. And it changes you. Like in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And that's what we're talking about. You know, inside out. God changes you. His spirit changes you from the inside out. And today I'm going to be sharing some of the things that, how uh, God has changed me from the inside out. Jeez, it's a shame that it's like, Online, because I don't know whether I want that getting out all over the place. <laughs> anyway, it's okay. It's all right. It's for Jesus. Because <laughs> like 16 years ago, I gave my heart to God, and I was a totally different person. Very, very different. Even I looked different. I spoke different. I thought different. Everything was different. I was like had a lot of issues. I'm only going to like work on a couple of those because we don't have all day. So, so, <laughs> but. What happened when I when I gave my heart to God, things started to change. Like over time, little by little, piece by piece. It's like God started to put me, like there was a lot of brokenness in me from different things that had happened in my past, but he started to put those pieces back together. He started to change me, and it changed the way I thought. It changed a lot of things about me. But one thing that I really learned that God loved me in every part of that process no matter where I was. He loved me before I gave my heart to him. You might be here today and you don't have a relationship with God. He loves you right now. But I'm going to give you an opportunity a little bit later to invite him into your life. But he loved me then. He loved me when I gave my heart to him. And he loves me now. And it's the same with you. He loves you in the process. Man, I was so different then, but he still loves me. The same. We don't have to strive for God's love. He loves us already. So, yep, a lot different, like I said. But I've got to say, like, I'm a little bit nicer than I used to be. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, look at the person next to you. Ask them, are they a little bit nicer than they used to be? <laughs> look at the other one and go, I know you're a little bit nicer. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of laughing going on. Like, don't look at, yeah, 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 like, yeah, I should have not said the person next to you. Like, seriously, it's all good. It's all good. But I am a little bit nicer. And... Even as a child, I was intrigued with stories of transformation. I, I like Cinderella. You know, Cinderella, like, she had a really rough life. Like, her stepsisters used to beat her up and slap her around and stuff like that. And then her, her stepmom was, like, so, so mean. Horrible, horrible stepmom. And she used to have to clean. I mean, my goodness. Like, even that. Like, what a rough life. And ashes and stuff like that. But then she meets a prince becomes a princess. Hey, change life right there, transformation. Then I, I used to think, oh, well, what about um, Pinocchio? 
Like Pinocchio, he was made of wood. And he wanted always to be a real boy. He knew that on the inside of him, he was a real boy. And eventually, he became a real boy with a real heart. See, it's a story of transformation. I love those things because I thought, and the reason I love them, because on the inside, deep on the inside of me, there's always been a desire for change. I didn't know what kind of change, but I knew that, and I didn't, you know, I knew that there's a plan for me. I'm meant for great things. I'm meant to do something, you know, like, what is it? I don't know what it is, but there's a desire on the inside of me, and it's been there all the time. So in Romans 12, 2, it says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So in another version, it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So both of those things, it's the renewing of your mind. It's thinking. It's transformed. The word transformed in Greek, like the reason I'm using Greek is because Romans is in the New Testament. The Old Testament in the Bible was written in Hebrew and the New Testament was written in Greek. So the word transformed in Greek is the word metamorpho. I know. That sounds a little bit like another word. Do you know what the other word is? Metamorphosis. That's correct. So, so like an example of metamorphosis is where, you know, the process where a caterpillar becomes a butterfly. Yeah, it's changed from the inside out. I'm just going to run through quickly that process. So we got the butterfly. It flies around and it sits on the leaf. It lays eggs. Well, hopefully it's on that leaf. So there's, so the egg is on the leaf and then boom, out comes the caterpillar. All right, caterpillar comes out. First thing it does is eat. It is an eating machine. Caterpillars, I don't know whether you know this, but caterpillars were born to eat. That's all they do. Eat, 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 eat. I mean, every, people are feeling a bit jealous, like, I want to be an eating machine. Like, yeah, come on. But, but yeah, so the caterpillar gets out, and it's like munch, 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 munch. Just eats, eats, eats. It grows really fast. So it's on leaf steroids, and it just grows, grows. And then it gets to the stage, the next stage. It hangs upside down. Uh, and, and it turns into a chrysalis. Now, you've heard of that chrysalis. Now, in the chrysalis is the crazy thing that happens inside a chrysalis. Inside the chrysalis, it breaks it down. Like it starts to break itself down. Like the caterpillar's like, and it starts, it's like breaking down. Every, like all the major structures on the body of a caterpillar are all broken down, including the heart. Boom, right there. You know, little eyes. Are, it becomes caterpillar soup inside there. I know, isn't it nuts? Like, I mean, I'm not making this up. This actually happens, like, but it becomes caterpillar soup in there. It's all like, ooh, and then it starts to rebuild into that butterfly. So what starts to happen, you know, I just picture in the chrysalis, there's this little, little corner, little edge where, like, the little butterfly's eye starts to peek out there. Like, it's like a little eye starts to peek out, and then it starts growing into a butterfly inside the chrysalis. To get out of that chrysalis, it's actually got to get out. How's it going to get out? I don't know. Like, it's got wings, right? So it starts to flap, starts to flap those wings. Now, if, if you were a kid, and I, like, I hope you haven't done this, but if you, you might have seen a chrysalis and thought, you know what, I'm going to help that poor little butterfly out. I'm going to like cut the edge of it and let it out. Don't do that. Do not 
do that. Because if you do that, the butterfly will fall to the ground and it will never fly. Because the strength of its wings happen like that in the struggle. It struggles to get out. But as it struggles, it builds up the strength in its wings to come out. That's why it doesn't come out till it's ready. It doesn't come out till it's had the struggle. It doesn't come out until it's ready to fly. I know. Then it comes out. It's there again. The butterfly's awesome. But do you know, the butterfly, there's hardly a trace of that caterpillar in the butterfly. I know. So that's it. It changes from the inside out. Now, my transformation and transformation of, of your personal life is very similar. I know. I know. Like, because, you know, I thought I was like, man, I've been a caterpillar for sure. I know it. But, but we are just eight, eight, eight. But, <laughs> but, but what, what happened when I gave my heart to God, I came in and like, I knew that I needed change. I knew that I wanted change. I knew that there were things that I needed to change. But it wasn't like I could just change my behavior and then it was going to be all sweet. I looked around in the room that I was in and I thought, whoa, these guys have got it all together. They know what they're doing. They're so like, they're so Christian and so awesome. They've got, you know, no problems at all. Whereas I am like just a real problem person. Is, is that the truth? No, it's not. Now, I know you want to say, yeah, I've got it all happening. But, but, we, but we all are in a different process because we continue to transform until the day we die. So, so but I get there and I think, oh, everyone's got it together. But, you know, I, I had a few issues. Like my first one was that I swore a bit. You know, if I gave myself a rating, I'd say I was like a B uh, in swearing, A to B, like, you know, not B, B. But, but, but so I was like, not bad. So, you know, if I kicked my foot on this, it'll be like, beep, beep. If uh, someone cut me off, it'll be beep, 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 beep. If, 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 you know, th these things, it would be the immediate response from me. Because that's just the way it's all happening. You know, that's who, who I, like, we all were like that, who I hung out with. My family, like, that's what you do. So then what happened? I come into church and I start going to church. I thought, well, this is kind of not appropriate, you know. How the are you? No, 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 no. So I've got to, I know that I've got to start changing my behavior. So I start working at that. I think, right. But what actually happened, you know, that, that, can, that took me so far. But what happened is the Holy Spirit on the inside of me also wanted me to change that. So what happened, though, if I swore, I mean, it's not like it happened just like that. You know, I just got the whole swear prayer and it all went away no I didn't like, like I was still every now and again but I was trying I was trying but what started to happen the Holy Spirit inside of me whenever I would swear there'd be this massive cringe on the inside of me I didn't know what was going on but I, I, I started to like whoa that is not cool Teresa like stop that do you get what I mean so so the Holy Spirit was talking to me all the time this massive cringe and you know so someone would cut me off and I'd still go beep beep and then be oh no no that's not cool that's not so what started to happen over time because of the cringe I'm thinking like whoa I don't like the cringe I don't like that you know it started to be painful so it was easier it was less painful to stop swearing 
than to stay swearing. So that's what happened. So over time, I stopped that. So now for car, car oh no, so you know, like it took time, but like now, instead of like if a car cut me off, beep, 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 I did not, I did not beep, 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 beep. But I did go through a stage where, you know, I had like given the internal fingers. Do you get what I mean? Or, or I'm talking to somebody and they, they tell me something that I don't want to hear because they're wrong, obviously. And I don't go, whatever I was going to say, I don't say that. But on the inside of me, giving them the fingers. Like, so, so it was a process. So I went from blip, 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 coming out of my mouth, blip, blip, blip on the inside, and then Oh, isn't that good, eh? But, but that's what I mean. But it happened over time, and it took time. So, so that's, that's what happens. When you transform, it actually takes time. But I think about, there's so many things, if you think about it, that have helped you to transform or be where you are. I did Taekwondo for five years. So I roll up there in my white gi with my white belt on, you know, get up there, I'm like, what's happening? Not happening. And then they show me how to punch, and like, man, I've got to say, like, I was not really great at that. Like I could, I knew how to punch because I'd had experience, but but I didn't. But you know, there wasn't much power in it, really. And I I didn't, I hadn't really kicked too much before, and it's just usually like like whatever. But then I learned how to kick, and I thought, wow. But I was, it was awkward at the beginning. See, when you learn new things, it's a bit awkward. But after con- consistent training and I trained four to five times a week there, but I trained every day. So over time, man, I, I came, I was like really pretty awesome at uh, punching and kicking. I know, like rating, A, awesome. So, so then though, I needed to learn how to do jumping punches and jumping kicks. Oh, it's like going back to the start. Uh, <laughs> no, I will not do that. I do not want to hurt myself. So... <laughs> But, but that's what I mean. So it took time again to get, and so you're thinking right now, oh, you know, when I first started sewing or when I first started like um, playing football, like I was hopeless. But now, you know, after a bit of training and stuff like that, I'm a transformed life. I, like, I get tries all the time. You're thinking that right now, aren't you? You can think of things that have transformed your life, correct? Has everyone thought of something? Yes, lots of nods. Good. So so we're going along the th- So. Changing on the inside with God is exactly the same as that. There's a struggle in it. It's awkward at first. And it's, it's, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's so worthwhile at the end. Yep. All right. So uh, where are we? Like, so in Proverbs uh, 23.7, it says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. See, we're back to the thinking. We talked about that before, before about changing the way you think, about renewing your mind. What, what you think about, that's where you are. If you're thinking like I can't, like, yeah, you probably won't. If you're thinking like I, I can, you probably will. If you're dwelling on thoughts and problems and stuff like that, you're probably going to be feeling a little bit overwhelmed. If you're thinking and looking for opportunities, you're probably going to find them. So it starts here, in your mind. Out, like we do, you know, what you think about determines the quality and direction of your life. Life will always move in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Whoa, what's your strongest thoughts today? You know, is it about you can't wait to go home and watch Netflix? I mean, you know, where is your strongest thought? Is it like, wow, you know, I've got things to do. You know, I've got opportunities to find. Where's your strongest thought today? 
because that's where you're leading, whatever it is. All right, so, uh, so people who think positive, I mean, we've all heard about you know, positive thinking or whatever, but you think you're, like, you're uplifted, you're happier, you're, like you're healthier, you have a longer life. I mean, this is true. You have less stress, you're more vibrant, and you enjoy better sleep even. I know. Whereas, you know, our mind, though, will naturally gravitate towards the negative. Oh, I know. That's pretty sad, isn't it? Oh, but it's true. I think of my own mind. Whoa. A study showed how positive and negative memories are handled by different parts of the brain. A negative memory takes up more space because there's more to process. Because of this, we'll remember the negative more than the positive. I know, bad emotions and bad feedback have more impact than good ones. So losing money, being abandoned by friends and receiving criticism will have a greater impact than winning money, making friends or receiving praise. Now, immediately I could think of instances where you know I've lost money and boy, it did take up a lot of my mind and then I've thought of times where I've actually won money. I've never really hardly given it that much of a thought. I mean, it's like, oh, that's awesome, but then it goes. Whereas when I've lost money, it's like, whoa, that's so not awesome. Next day, whoa, that's so not awesome. Do you see that? Do you see the difference between a negative thought and a positive thought? So what we want to do today is like, what's helped me to keep my thoughts more towards the positive than the negative. I'm not saying that I don't ever have negative thoughts. I do, but I counter-attack them with positive ones. All right, so uh, transforming your mind and renewing your mind and changing your thinking. So the first thing is, number one is fix your thoughts on what is true. Okay, in Philippians 4, 8 to 9, it says, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. So when we fix our minds on things that are true, things that are honorable, things that are pure and lovely, we'll have the God of peace in us. So it's so instead of continually thinking about, you know, I can't, I won't, I'll never be happy, I can't change, I'll never meet that person, I, I don't have enough money, or whatever it is, whenever those thoughts come, you need to ask yourself, is that the truth or is it a lie? Because I've got to say, there were times when I've always thought, you know, I'm not good enough. That was one of mine, and it would replay over and over, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm of no value over and over and over. All those, lots of them, lots of the, these things. But what would happen on the inside of me? Like, it, they just continued to stay there. But then when I work this out, you've got to fix your thoughts on what is true. And when I would say, you know, oh man, I'm hopeless. I'm of no value. I would catch myself and think, well, is that the truth? Or is it a lie? What? We know, I mean, I know it's a lie because God has never told me, you're hopeless. God has never said to me, you're of no value. God has never said to me, you're of no worth. So I know it's a lie because God speaks the truth. In his word, in the Bible, it says that I am 
worthy. It says that I'm loved. He gives us hope. You understand? So whenever thought comes like that, I'm not worth it, I, whatever, is it the truth or is it a lie? So that was the first thing I did. So, but what would happen if I put this picture up? I mean, I like this picture because I had this up in my study for a few years to help me. Where is it? Oh, there it is. It's in the middle. So that picture would always remind me of where my thoughts want to go. So Henry Thoreau, leave the picture up a minute. Henry Thoreau was a, an American philosopher. He said, as a single footstep will not make a path on the earth, so a single thought will not make a pathway in the mind. To make a deep physical path, we walk again and again. To make a deep mental path, we must think over and over the kind of thoughts we wish to dominate our lives. So I had this up. When I found this, I thought, this just makes sense to me. You know, I could continue to say I'm hopeless, I'm worthless, I'm, not, I'm not of no value, and that would be that path heading that way. I don't want to go that way because that, that way is not leading me. And it's not the truth. So I, I needed to start changing what I was coming out of my mouth, what was going into my mind, what I was thinking about. And the best way to do that, that I have found, is to meditate on the Word of God. Okay, so that, so that, every, so that every thought, we've got to work on going that way. You can have the stray thought. One's not bad. But if you've got all those bad thoughts and this one single like, oh, I'm going to say a scripture once... Yeah, it's not going to work for you. So, so, so it's just like, it has to be over and over and over again, over and over again. So in Joshua 1.8, it says, study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night. So you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you do. So medit you know, meditating is to mutter the word of God. So if we can put the second picture up, because I started to get a hunger for the word of God. I started to become that fat little caterpillar. When I, when I found, uh, <laughs> like, because I knew that this was going to change me. It was going to help me. It was going to transform my mind, transform my heart, transform my life. So this was the first one that I did. It probably would have been like just over 15 years ago. I found scriptures that I wanted to learn and memorize. So there's just over 20 I think there's 21 or 22 there, but I, thought, I gave myself a goal. I'm going to learn one a day. So I learned the first one. So I'd, all day I would speak it. These little cards, I wrote them on cards too. I put them in my pocket on my walk. I would get them out. I just concentrated on that one. I'd go to work, lunchtime, I'd get them out. At home at night, I'd get them out. Over and over again, same scripture. Next day, I thought, well, I'm going to learn another one, and then I'm going to learn the one, like say the one. So I, And I went on like this. So by the end of, you know, you set your own goals at your own pace. Like, so at the end of this, they were on the inside of me. At, when I was first starting to say them, some of them I did not even believe. Really, one of the big changes for me was um, this one over to down the bottom there. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Now, I had major trust issues, not only with God, with people. So I needed something that could feel like, like hey, I need to change my thinking about this. I need to trust. So Trust in the Lord with all your heart. So when I would say just that part, trust in the Lord with all your heart, I would picture myself with my heart trusting God. I can trust you, God. So it took time, though. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Man, 
I was so independent. I mean, I always make the right decisions, like, because I'm awesome. Like, so, so independence is not great. We need to depend on God because, you know, so I had to change that. So this one scripture can actually work in a lot of areas. So for this, this one, it did it. My trust issues, my independence issues. Like, so I had trouble. I want to lean on my own understanding. Why do I not lean on my own understanding? See, that just didn't make sense to me. But after a while, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, in all my ways, acknowledge him. So that's, then I thought, oh, wow, I need to acknowledge God in all my ways. I need to acknowledge him in my finances. I need to acknowledge him how I raise my family. I need to acknowledge him in all my ways. So again, that's, so you know, I'm saying trust in the Lord with all my heart, lean not on my own understanding. In all my ways acknowledge him. And then it says, and he shall direct my paths. God shall, I wanted my paths to be directed by God. So it took time. I mean, I did the, this is over two years. I, I, I learned them all, but I would walk around every day saying them over and over again till they got on the inside of me. So it weren't, wasn't just a behavioral thing. They started to transform me from the inside out. The word of God transforms from the inside out. And you can do that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it, 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 it's just like fun. Because, you know, when you're like a fat little caterpillar and you can't get enough of the word, you just want to eat, 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 eat. It, it's, that's the best way to be with the word of God. It's just continually having it going on. Feed yourself. See, what you feed yourself, you hunger for. If you ate salad all the time, well, that's what you crave. You want, if you eat McDonald's all the time, well, that's what you crave. If you are like Jeremy and eat KFC all the time, that's what you crave, probably. But, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but do you see? So if you start to feed yourself on the word of God, you will hunger for it. You will hunger for it. You won't be able to go a day without it. And that's what happens because it's a life changer. So that's number one. Fix your thoughts on what is true. Get the word of God on the inside of you and it'll just change you from the inside out. Second thing is relationships make a difference in how we think. I know, you, yeah, they do. Because who you hang with, that's where you inherit you're thinking from. If you really think about that, you know, your parents, that's where you inherit you're thinking from when you're a child. Your teachers, that's where you inherit you're thinking from. Your friends around you. So whoever is around you is actually where you're inheriting your thinking from. So when I thought like that, and when I first came across the world, there was none of my friends followed God. And the one that invited me lived in Brisbane. So it was like, eh, I don't know. So I still hung out with my friends, and I'm not saying get rid of your friends, I'm not saying that. What I'm trying to say is let the influence of where you want to go be the greater influence in your life. I still have people who don't come along to church, friends that don't come along to church, but the greater influence in my life and where I want to go are people who follow God. That I wanted them to be. So it didn't ha that also didn't happen overnight. But if you want to think higher, if you want to Go higher with your thoughts. Hang around people with higher thoughts. If you've got a business and you, it's the same sort of thing in anything. If, if, you, if you've got a business and you need your thoughts about business to go higher, go to a business prayer meeting. Go, you know, get in a group that's about business. Go to where there are people that think higher about business. If you want to go to 
like, like get higher thoughts on health. Do stuff in health. But if you want to grow and transform, get your thoughts on God. Like, so, you know, in spiritual growth, go to a group. Our groups are amazing. There's so many different sorts. I've been in a group my whole Christian life. And they've been different. Like, there's been social groups, and, but there's been times when I've had such a hunger for the Word of God, and I thought, well, I'm going to go to that group because that's what they're doing. Uh, you know, and when I've had a hunger for the prophetic, and, and, and I've thought, oh, I'm going to go to that group because they've got higher thoughts than I have in that. So come to church, spend time with God, get in a group, all those things. Serve, serve, you know, because your heart will actually, serving, it actually changes your heart. It changes your character. It gives you patience, confidence, capacity, builds your capacity, all those things. So just those two things, two thoughts. Fix your thoughts on what is true. And relationships make a difference in how we think. You know, I've learned that you do pay a price to change your thinking. I'm not saying it's easy. Like, you do pay a price. But there's also a cost for keeping your thinking the same because that can cost you I mean could it cost you your family could it cost you your marriage could it, you know, I'm talking about real cost here but when you pay, pay the price to change your thinking you will always come out better off when it's God when it's got God in it when his, your thoughts are his thoughts when you change your thinking it'll change your life like, so, yep, I was the fat little caterpillar. But like I said, changed my life. And on the inside of me, so affects you more than everything outside. We can be so consumed about how we look. And we, we look in the mirror constantly, some more than others, some less than others. But that's what I'm saying. We look in a mirror, and, and we're always looking at the outside. But I just want you to take some time and close your eyes and look on the inside. And I want to pray for you. I want to pray that today God's given you just one scripture, one part, you know, or even if you don't have never read the Bible, he's given you something that you want to work on and you're going to go home and you're going to look it up, some, you know, whether it's a scripture on friends or, that you, or whether it's a scripture on health or whether it's a scripture on prosperity. You're going to look that up, one scripture, and learn it and get it on the inside of you and continue to say it over and over again. Lord, thank you, Father, that you are good, that you're mighty God. I thank you, Lord, for your power to bring change, your power to bring healing, your power to bring new life in Jesus' name. Father, I just pray that you speak to each person here today, that you give them a word, you give them a scripture, you tell them how much you love them, how valuable they are, how worthy they are, Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Hey, while you've got your eyes closed, I ha you've heard my story. 16 years ago, I gave my heart to God, but before that, I was an angry little control freak. But over that period of time, things started to change in me. Where I had no sense of purpose, all of a sudden, I, there was purpose in my life. There was a plan for me. God started to work on the inside of me, to change me. He helped me to forgive people that I could never have forgiven without him. 
He helped to put the brokenness, the broken pieces on the inside of me back together. But they weren't back how they were. They were back in a new way, a new creation, a new life, new thoughts, and just a joy and peace on the inside of me. And today, you might be here and you don't have a relationship with God, but today you know that you want one. Or you might have at one time followed God, walked away, but today you know that you want to reconnect. Or you might be here and you know that you're not quite right with God in your heart and you want to be certain that you're going to heaven. Like very soon, I'm going to ask you all to respond by raising your hand. Because God loves you. He has a plan for you and a destiny to give you hope, to give you a future. If you're here today and you want to invite Jesus into your heart, I just want you to just just quickly right now, raise your hand boldly. Thank you. I see your two hands in the center there. Who else is there? I know that you want a relationship with God. You feel the change in your heart, even as today, during worship, just the, the melting of hearts. I see the melting of hearts. God loves you so much. You know, when we say a prayer very soon while you're in your seat, what happens when you say that prayer? It's just a decision. You make a decision that you want to follow Jesus, and then you submit, you give your life to him. And then his spirit comes in on the inside of you and starts to bring that change. He starts to comfort you. He starts to take burdens off you. He starts to guide and lead you. Is there anyone else here today that wants to join these two that have already raised their hand? Just quickly, raise your hand up quickly so I can see it. Be bold. Thank you. I see your hand. Who else is there? Who else is there today? Wants to have a relationship with God, a God that loves you. Okay, I'm just going to quickly look over again. Over to my left, in the center. Don't miss the opportunity to say this prayer. All right, all right. Keep your eyes closed. We're going to pray together. I'm going to say it, and you're going to repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today and I invite you into my heart. Thank you that you love me. Thank you that you died on a cross for me and my sin. I'm turning to you. Forgive me. Wash me clean. I renounce the devil and all his ways. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Show me how to live. I thank you that today I am forgiven, I am set free, and I'm going to heaven. Thank you, Father. If you're online today and you also did the same thing you gave your heart, we want to hear from you. You can send us an email from uh, yes at lc3.com. But today I just want to pray for those that gave their heart like congratulations but thank you Jesus thank you Father that you see their hearts that you see their thoughts Lord and I thank you Father for your power to change I thank you Lord for transformation I thank you Lord that you bring your Holy Spirit like a wind like a breeze that right now is just blowing over them your love 
your peace, Father, that you pour your love into their hearts by your Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Lord, for the plans and purposes that you have for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, thank you for being so awesome. And I'd just like to invite Pastor John up.